Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers, up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Good evening, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Episode number 20, and we are off to Wembley. What an exciting night it was last night. What an evening, what a performance, but well, yes, the Whites are after Wembley uh, and we are all incredibly excited. We are, of course, joined by myself, Colin and Ange, the usuals, uh, the regulars, so to speak. And uh, I'm sure we're all looking forward to getting stuck into this one, but just before you do, you know the drill. Um, we've got a little bit of a announcement to make. And that is, if you aren't following us on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever it may be, then you need to be. Uh, get yourself over to our socials and give us a follow. Um, Twitter, there's so much going on over there. Um, Facebook's the same. Uh, so if you want to catch up on all of the latest outside of the episodes, then you can do just that. And we are also on Spotify. So for those of you who are watching live, if you want to catch up on the episodes that you might have missed, or if you can't stay with us for the entire episode, then you can catch us over on Spotify the morning after we go live. But moving swiftly on into all the action that you care about, uh, post-match reactions, only fair to start with those. After a, a pretty exciting night over at Accrington, uh, as Bolton booked their spot in a cup final at Wembley. Colin, what did you make of the game? Oh, it's me. I was not expecting that. Fair enough. So you've only allowed like 13 seconds of getting fined or something, haven't you? So, oh, yeah, you best be careful. Cut that now. Kachunga! Um, no, I, I, it, obviously it was it was a job well done, wasn't it? Very professional, very well-managed performance. Um, very, very patient, um, which I think... The majority of our beautiful fan base was. There was a few rumblings of discontent at some points during the game because they weren't shooting from 35 yards. Please stop doing that, guys. See, the league won football at the end of the day. They're not going to be able to pearl a Kevin De Bruyne into the top bins for 35 yards, um, unless it's Aaron Morley on Sky, of course. Um, no, I, I thought it was a really good, really good performance from, from the lads. Obviously, it's really, um, really exciting, uh, one that we can enjoy. Um, up until Saturday at three o'clock, and then we go again because the league is more important than the EFL trophy, in my opinion. Um, it's a fantastic um, thing to look forward to for those who haven't been to Wembley watching England or Bolton. We won't talk about the last time we went, but it's a fantastic day out and one that you'll all enjoy, no doubt. Um, providing you all behave yourself, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, really good, really happy. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to taking the little boy. Um, although he's only two, he'll only be two year old by the time I take him. Probably a little bit too young, but never mind. Go for the pictures. Um, but yeah, enjoy it and look forward to it. But um, big game Saturday. Ben, I think you sound. I can't hear Ben. Yeah, can you hear Ben? Oh dear, technical issues. It's all right, we got you now. Got me. Uh, yeah, I think Everett was was quick to remind the players of that. Um, 
as soon as they got back in the dressing room, it was like, you know, uh, go and enjoy this, but we're back in tomorrow and we'll debrief for a, for a big game in the league on Saturday, obviously Port Vale at home. Ange, what did you make of the game? So just before I give my thoughts on the game, I am extremely hungover. The sight of Colin drinking that Stella is making me want to throw my brew at him and you. Um, so if anybody else has got a head like mine, then I feel your pain. Um, I don't look like rough. Oh, thank you, Chris. I brushed my hair and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, first first half were a bit drab, weren't it? But um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a Bolton performance. Scoring two after the 80th minute was the limbs you required. On mm. that last night, it was it was it was good. It was they were good limbs. Um, the goals was um, themselves were good. Aaron Morley's goal, wow! What a what a what an eye! What a what a what a shot that was. Um, is anyone making any comments? Because I forgot what happened. Um, the, the, yeah. <laughs> Some guy got sent off. <laughs> I have a question. Do you feel do do we feel that that sending off helped or or hindered us in terms of the way that the game played out? We because did, didn't feel like we were playing ten at all. It, it hindered us. Right it, it does all the time, you know. Mm. They just immediately went into a low block. Block. They realised that their chances on the break were going to be even more limited than they already were, and just thought, well, if we aren't going to score, then the one thing we can't do is concede. Um, and you know, some teams set out with that mindset, but fair play to Atkinson, they didn't. Um, mm. but you know, it would have been, I think it helped us in the long run because a team playing against 10 men, um, tired, playing against, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so in the long run, it definitely gave us the, the extra energy we needed, but yeah, to begin with, it was just, I, 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 I think it helped us to be honest with you because I think because we had a distinct lack of options on the bench, we, you know, we didn't want it to, to kind of go like the whole way. Do you get what I mean? Like, us having to make important changes, like we're like, you know, 10 minutes to go to try and win it. Do you get what I mean? Or five minutes to go to try and win it. And I think by the time we got to that stage, I think the, you could you could see they were out on the, on the limb, weren't, you, weren't they? However, yeah. what I did notice was they were having a lot of cramp before we scored. And then as soon as we scored, the cramp almost disappeared and the Accrington lads and the outside were running about like lunatics. So that was quite that was quite funny because obviously they wanted they wanted the penalties, didn't they? Because it's a lottery, isn't it? They oh, aye. Points, so. oh, aye. We're playing for pens, weren't they? Um, yeah, we massively missed Shola and Kyle yesterday. I think that that was a very evident. Mm. Um, so yeah, like Colin said, bring on Saturday. We could pull that result like last night. But I'm looking forward to Saturday. I might feel. Up to a beer or two. Sorry to keep, sorry to keep you up, Ange. I'm sorry. If I'm, if I'm yawning, please nobody take any offence. My brain just doesn't have enough oxygen. That's all it is. You've had a few laughs, I think, already, Ange. Your current condition. Uh, One of those days. But speaking of those uh, players that did miss out, um, obviously Shola, 
Fortunately, couldn't make the game and neither could Kyle Dempsey, but good news on the injury front. I think uh, Dempsey and Cameron Jerome were back in the squad, ready for Port Vale. Uh, it should be both fit and raring to go. Thankfully, Kyle um, must have just been a rolled ankle and nothing too serious. So he'll be back with us for Port Vale and, and boy, will we need him. Uh, but, sorry to interrupt you, Ben. Um, Chris, that question that you've just asked, it's on the agenda that, mate. So that will be brought up any second. It is indeed. We'll, we'll, go we to we'll go to it straight away. Chris has said, seen a lot of disdain for Sheehan based on last night. Thought he was very effective, especially given his lack of minutes discuss. So, yeah, obviously, in place of Kyle Dempsey, Sheehan was brought into the squad to fill his boots. Uh, and I thought he did a good enough job. Uh, he's obviously not the, the robust and fiery midfielder that Kyle Dempsey is, but he, what he, he lacks in that department, he certainly makes up in technicality and I think that's that's something that the very few players of our squad can say maybe only Lee ahead of him in terms of what he can do on the ball the way he can move it and the way he uses the ball um so yeah despite not being that that ankle biter that we see in Dempsey from time to time I think his technicality makes up for it um hey. and I think the key word there is he was effective um I, I Struggled to see where the disdain came from last night. I didn't um, see much, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I think it was mainly before we ended up scoring because people were a little bit frustrated on, on, on it, yeah. Uh, as yeah. far as Sheehan goes, um, Chris, and for anybody else who's bothered about my thoughts, um, I think the fact that they went down to 10 men uh, definitely helped Sheehan in, within that midfield battle. Um, it allowed him, obviously, that little bit more space to kind of uh, do what he's good at. Uh, just his distribution and techni technical abilities of uh, a, a second synonymous at this level. I think he's really tied a tied a little player. Um, I think he links links the midfield to attack very well as well and uses the ball. I think overall, I think he played pretty well to prefer to him, uh, and especially like you say with with, with limited minutes. Um, and that was his full ninety, I think, for a good while, and he, he obviously came through unscathed. Um, I, I think it's probably his first ninety since his crew shirt, which is good. Obviously, to get them minutes under his belt, because we're going to need all the players, I think, between now and the end of the season. It's becoming increasingly obvious that, despite them such a strong squad, um, certain scenarios, we are we are stretched. And last night was definitely one of them. Yeah, I think it is important to remember that he has just come back from, you know, what some players never, ever managed to fully recover from. Yeah. Um, yeah. An injury that, that is not taken lightly and is, you know... Rehab through that would have been really quite intense. Um, and, you know, for him to come back and play 90 and not really put too much of a foot wrong um, and not really have many minutes under his belt since coming back from that injury, you know, I think we just have to, to bear in mind that coming back from those sorts of injuries is a slow process and he's not going to be match. Well, he'll be match fit, but he won't be at peak performance for quite a while yet. Um I think um, I think he put he posted on social media, didn't he? Uh, she and earlier on the, earlier on today saying Wembley, Wembley or something like that. Um, and I think Lloyd's Grove commented saying, "Come, you you come through uns, unscathed or something of them words," um, which obviously is, you know kind of like in highlights what I've kind of just said really, doesn't it? About him getting through a, 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 a long a long ninety minutes for somebody who's had such a, a bad injury. A rough ninety minutes as well. Accrington aren't the soft side. They certainly put themselves about. Um, For me, that's his only. That's his only 
downside is that he's just not as robust of a player. He's a bit more slight of frame. He's, a, he's definitely a more technical player. And I think mm. we, because we had Lee in the side as well yesterday, I think we would have... Oh, God, if Kyle had been in instead, it would have been a different I'm kind of glad that he didn't play at Dempsey yesterday, to be honest. Because yeah, I think... I think we need to wrap him in cotton wool because he's 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 such an or he has been such an important player to to that start in eleven in recent weeks that we need to make sure we we look after him because he's he is he has got that injury prone element to to him on it so I, yeah. I do I do worry a little bit if he if we take him out of the team especially with MJ not being around as well um, we haven't really got that you know that obviously the ball winners but somebody will you know put the foot in and. Get, take, take control of the game because obviously like you say Sheehan's not that that player is he? Absolutely no, but I, I didn't think but, but he didn't I wouldn't I wouldn't disappoint in his performance at all no. by any stretch I, no. I thought he did I thought he did what was expected of him what was asked of him and that hats off to the lad for getting his 90 or 90 Absolutely. or 100 or whatever it ended up being after the early injury time yeah, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris has just made a good point then, to be fair. It's tricky to do that given his role as a midf- midfield battler. It's true, but, you know, in certain games, I think you can, you don't have to play him, do you really? Like, I don't know. I think we Would should... you not play him on Saturday, Carl? No, we, we, we need to, yeah, we need, we need to, we need to win that game, don't we? We need to get, to get back to winning ways in the league. So, we need yeah, to win them all, Colin. You say yeah, you well, win. I said that for weeks, <laughs> haven't I? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, when I would think... you rest a player like Kyle? Because for me, yeah. if you're with what you're saying there, you'd probably give him a, a rest I against Port Vale, wouldn't you? But it's more like, protection is in like taking him off when we're, you know what I mean when we're comfortable and you actually using all five subs exactly. Yeah, utilizing what midfielders we have at our disposal and people not turning the nose up at the fact that MJ might come on instead of him or whatever with twenty minutes to go that type of thing. Um, I think that that uh, yeah, I will, I don't really want him to see play at the full ninety all the time because I think yeah, it's it's a it's a risk that. It's fair. It is, it's, I think he does tend to take him off, doesn't he? I think unless we're really struggling towards the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. There was a, he played full ninety against Forest Green, but I think that was just a case of we were so stretched and he was running his ass off that you couldn't take him off, otherwise things might fall apart. Um, but but yeah, it's. It's a tough one with Dempsey because you know you you don't want to risk a player like that getting injured, but you, you want to see him at his best, performing at his best, and getting consistently a good amount of minutes. Um, yeah. But George Thomason is also set to come back, and before his that's that's very good news. That really good news, really. Yeah, I think I think we saw glimpses of that battle of midfielder um, in him before his injury, uh, not quite to the level of, of Dempsey, but obviously. Thomason's quite a, quite a bit younger and still got a, a lot of development to go before he could could get to that level. Um, they do tend but, to come back a little bit cagey though, don't they? Once they've come back from a, a significant injury, they do they do tend to kind of ease themselves in, which is understandable. So it's whether he's going to be up to speed as quickly as we would need him to be to fill in for Kyle in that sort of role. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it, it is good to see, you know, cavalry coming back and numbers slowly creeping back up. Um, for good to it's have. Been. It's good to have uh, thingy back in the squad after his suspension. Isn't it? What's he called now? Ah, you. <laughs> 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 
I mean, how happy are we for him? Like, seriously, after all this. Oh, all the mean for the lad. I'm so happy for him. Very happy indeed. I think uh, Everett's post-match um, dressing room sort of. It was just really nice to see. If any of you haven't seen it, it's over on Baltimore's Twitter. You can go and find it. Uh, and it's a clip of the lads all coming back into the dressing room. Uh, and, and Everett sort of says to the lads, well done, you're back in on Monday. Uh, or back in tomorrow, sorry. Uh, yeah, ready for a, a really big game at the weekend against Port Vale. And he singles out Kachunga. And he just says, you know, I'm proud of you. You deserve that. Um, Don't watch your goal because I nearly cried. <laughs> and there was just even when he scored you know all the lads were around him and just pointing at him and, and you know cheering him on and it felt like he's, he's, he's yeah he's obviously gone through a lot in his personal life which is obviously real shame whatever whatever that that is but i think it, it just highlights to me anyway that these players are the human beings and like I know, obviously, it's a passionate game, and obviously, we want obviously us to do as well as possible. But you know, he, he, he's a he's a very very important part of our team, and and he, he needs to be backed because there's no reason why he shouldn't be. There's plenty of players within that squad. One who's just been shipped off to League Two, for example, who doesn't all, don't, they don't always cut the mustard. in 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 game, you know, at the end of the day, they are League One footballers. Um, but they, you know, when, when all said and done, he plays for Bolton Wanderers Football Club. So whilst he's playing for us. There should be no jeering and booing. It's horrendous. No matter what he's done, you know, it, we don't know the backstory as to why he threw that punch. And it doesn't really matter, really, to be honest with you, because we, we won that game anyway. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so we just need to back, back him and, and celebrate what he did for us as a club last night. That that will have done that, will have done that lad so much good. Just uh, like you can't even you can't even imagine the feet, how he must have felt scoring that goal yesterday. Relief, I think. Relief, such, such relief. relief. Yeah. When he stood up on that fence in front of us, I was like, "Oh, I, I, I'm literally just so pleased for the lad." Indeed, I think there were that—that that was the unanimous sort of feeling around the ground and amongst our fans um, last night. I mean, Chris Burton's just put a comment on there saying the lad obviously loves the club. His talent is debatable, and I've been. Um, I think that's what they say. Critical. Critical at times, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's saying he's saying it's it's debatable at times. I think from what, what he's yeah, saying. and and you Absolutely. know I think you could say a lot. Of, you could say that, Chris, for a lot of players in in the team. You know, they aren't perfect because they play in League One. If they were perfect, they wouldn't play in League One. Do you get what I mean? So that says Absolutely. it all, doesn't it? The the fact that people jump on him at the slightest thing, the slightest little. Misplaced pass when there's plenty of other players with misplaced passes. There's something that, as I said weeks ago, all these years of watching that club, the fans have always needed a scapegoat. scapegoat. Always yeah. needed it, no matter who it is. Um, I, I don't know why. Why do people feel the need to have one? What? What's, it, what it's what always. It, I'm sure it goes on at all clubs, Ange, and I don't know why, but it, it, it's all. Wanderers fans have all. I remember vividly Kevin Nolan used to get dogs abuse. All sorts of stuff, and then he, you know, I don't know. You can go on forever with it. A large part, it's probably easier to blame a player for poor results and and you know criticize or over criticize one player when a team is performing substandard. Because for a lot of the the big angry men with really massive egos, it's probably difficult for them to admit that sometimes 
Bolton Wanderers are just shit and we don't play the way we should do. Um, but yeah. I can imagine that they're, they're far too... Um, yeah. Far too yeah. hard to admit that. But that Sorry, is man. just the truth. Tom, Tom's has made a comment. There's another one. You can go, honestly, Tom, if you rack your brains and think over the years, there's, there's plenty of them who fall into that category. Um, I'm sure Jay Spearing won at one point as well. Darren Prattley was another. So, uh, with Kachunga scoring that goal in mind, does he start on Saturday for you? Yeah. Um, well, that was simple. Colin, yes for you? Mm, yeah, definitely. He's on top, yeah, he'll be on top of the world. Great. He's confident. Keep get, get his confidence up, and um, I don't even know what the crack is with Dan. What's the crack with Dan? Gotta be back now. It feels it? like ages since. It feels like longer than they'd said it would be for Dan. I think he was out uh, when we played Derby. So what's that? Two or three weeks ago? About, about four years ago. That I don't. I'm no idea. Got a lot, got a lot of games, haven't we? It does take a few, couple of two or three weeks, doesn't it, before a hamstring, a, tw- a hamstring strain to, to um, you know, recover from that. Derby was the twenty first of Jan, so he's been out for for about a month. Um, so, um, you know, you'd expect for him to be back quite soon, um, or at least before. So two obviously, months. you'd obviously Victor back in contention, innit? I don't know. Yeah, I'd say yeah, but I don't know. God, I have God. a question for you. I think a lot of it depends on the opponent, doesn't it? Who you're playing and, and what what threats they have in certain situations, you know. Because you've got Portsmouth on the Tuesday as well, then, aren't we? Question for you: If um, if um, the lad we just signed from Burton, what's I forget his bloody name? There, Christ, my mind's gone blank. Um, what's it? Help me out here. The lad we just signed from Burton. I'm not psychic. Victor. Victor. Victor would have scored last night. And catcher was due to back, come back from injury. Would you be saying catcher comes back into the team, or, or, or and, and Dan gets dropped, or would you say keep Dan in the team because he just scored a, a, one of the winners against in in the cup? I'm confused now. Are we talking about Dan or Victor? Sorry, Victor. So if Victor, if, if Victor had a bit by age or would have scored last night, yeah. Right. And Kachunya was the one that was due to come back into the team potentially at the weekend. Would you be That's saying Dan? No. Would no. you be saying would you be saying drop Vic, drop Victor and put Catcher back in the team or would you be saying or oh, or oh, not? My point being is but I just... don't know. Dan wasn't in my in contention for me for starting. It possibly Victor would be though because he was only not it playing because he was cup tied. Yeah, I'm just making the I'm just making the 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 using the I'm trying to create a, like a, a scenario to say my point well, is. Then, do you play Catcher at just home? At home after and then say I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't, what does anyone else think? Somebody else have an idea. <laughs> David Green has said catch on the bench for me and Victor starts. Uh, that's the only comment we've had in, but let us know. Because that's the other thing, like Chris said there, with, with Victor, he needs to he needs a goal as well. Like that lad needs to bag because he's oh, he did everything yeah. but didn't he in the la- in his last start. So there is a goal coming, Chris. It feels it feels very he feels very close, and I'm wondering whether. I don't know. It's a it's a conundrum, isn't it? It's a quandary. It is a tough one. I think we're we're a little bit, you know, maybe overstocked in the centre forward department because you've now got the, the difficult decision of do you give a player that's just scored minutes uh, and try and get his confidence running, 
do you give a new sign-in the chance to get his first goal and, you know, try and kick-start his, his goal-scoring record for us or risk setting him back even further and dropping him for a game? Or do you give a player coming back from injury the opportunity to get going again? It's it's a nice nice decision and, and difficult decision to make. A complete but, Taylor opposite to last night, isn't it, compared to what we had at options last night? Yeah. It is, indeed. <laughs> um, the thing is, as well, with the way catcher plays, he doesn't really play as a as a nine, does he? Like or a ten, yeah. he, or as a centre forward, he plays more like as a link type, deeper lining forward, which I think also confuses some Bolton fans because he's a sinky plays up front. He should score every week, but he's not that type of forward. Yeah. So, like, he, he, he obviously he'll play potentially alongside short tie and do you, leave, do you have it as a as a one up front or do you go two up front? You know, do you rest Dion maybe? And, and as you know, Dale's played a lot of football recently. Do you rest him and, and maybe bring in That's one of the other lads? Dion has played a lot of football, haven't he? You know, do you let him rest yeah. on Saturday? Because we've got Tuesday game as well. We've just played Wednesday, yeah. Saturday. Dion can't play Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. He might, he might give Dion a rest. Who knows? We're all on Who knows? Good problems to have. Good problems to it is good problems to have, uh, and I'm sure whoever makes that starting lineup will put a shift in. Uh, I think that's one thing that we can be certain of. There are absolutely no passengers uh, in this squad. Um, Trafford uh, took a little bit of a knock to the head uh, in what has sparked furious debate on the Atkinson Stanley Twitter thread. Um, some very unhappy Stanley fans saying that he deserved a red card. Um, what did you both think of it? And did you think it was a sending off for Traff? I, f- I f- did have my specs on for one, so I was really struggling to see that far. But I watched I, re- I watched the replay on Sky this afternoon. And for me, I mean, it, it scares me the life out of me when he comes that far out of his goal. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what he's, he's I don't know what he's doing out there, but he got. He got the ball and it felt like it, a, an unfortunate incident. And I kind of get their guy, what's he called, their manager? John Coleman. Coleman, with his, he would have preferred no card at all because it was either an unfortunate incident or it was reckless endangerment. So, and poor his head, look at his little head. I mean, I don't know who the other <laughs> fella is. Does anyone it's know like Harry Potter. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's not proper it Harry Potter's But for me, it weren't a red, no. It, it, it wasn't. They both. They both went for it, didn't they? They both went to head the ball, and it, I think, yeah, it's an unfortunate incident. And I do actually agree with what 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 John Coleman said in his in his press. Um, he needs a more yeah. salt, that lad. <laughs> it is. It's either a yellow card. Uh, it's either a red card. A red card, or or it's an nice, isn't it? Kind of. Uh, I think the yellow card was probably given out of him the ref feeling like he had to do something. Um, do you do you, do you feel that Traff kind of managed that situation quite well, though? Yeah, I think, think so. Do you think, like, obviously, there's no, there's no doubt he got a, a whack to the head. But do you reckon he kind of, like, tried to diffuse it a little bit? By staying down? I felt a little bit like that when, I, when it was alive, anyway. Possibly. Uh, I'm sure no one will ever know. But the, there's been a few times where his, his game management has been very clever. Um, and for someone so young, that's a not something you see very often. Um, but well, it's, it's been brought up at a, a Premier League club, hasn't it? You know, the wise, it right. kind of badly last night. He, <laughs> he obviously got cluttered, but he was staying, he was staying there, and you know, he wasn't like reacting or 
Do you think there's any? Do you think we need? Is there anything to be concerned about with regards? So obviously, it's, it's a head injury. They'll probably do another concussion assessment today. Mm -hmm. Like, well, he was in Nando's today eating eating chicken, so I think he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> My mate's little boy got a picture with him earlier on today. Sent it me, so yeah, we were in Nando's eating um, medium spice apparently. So. I mean, it's a good choice. I'd always go medium spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good point to make, though, Ange, to be fair. Um, yeah, it's a good point to make. Just because he didn't go, didn't go off at the time, um, I mean, the fingers crossed. I mean, my heart sank. I was like, season's over. And I was coming with a son next to him. I'm like, the season's over. If he goes off this pitch, if he's injured, in any, our season is over. I was that is those are the exact <laughs> words that came out of my mouth, too. Um, yeah, it was a heart in mouth moment, but thankfully, he seems to be okay. Certainly, worse for yeah. wear. He's all right, he's walking, he's in a wheelchair, so he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> a number of good performances out there on the pitch last night. Uh, I don't think there were many players or any players, sorry, that walked off feeling that they didn't leave everything out there. Um so sorry, <laughs> I'm just reading the comments. Was he on the spice thing Chris Burns? What must have been in Wigan Nando's? <laughs> <laughs> uh but it is that time fans own man of the match. Uh a number of good performances, like we said. But who are you choosing? Who are you giving the award to? And hopefully this time we'll have one that's all the same. I've got a feeling we might do. But you know, every time I have that feeling, we all end up with something different. But obviously, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't concur before the, the start we of the podcast. Yeah. We don't, but I think we should do because it's it's starting to get a bit silly now. <laughs> you just need to rename your man of the match. It should be the fans all of the match. Man of the match. <laughs> Go on then, and choose yours. Oh, I'm proper torn. I'm torn between two. I'm going to go with Azamaza. Azamaza. Hayden would agree with you. Colin, what about you? Can we have an elaboration on that, uh, please, if you don't mind, Angela? I just thought... He, I just thought... Well, first name, then. He doesn't agree with you. You got Angela. I got Angela? No, Jesus. Oh, sorry. Oh, I don't need my Sunday name as well. <laughs> um, I, I, did I just thought he read the game very well. I just thought it was a very solid performance for him. He's so mature. He's grown. His maturity is amazing this season and then that peach of a goal is that all right for you colin don't make me yes think that. yeah that'll do that'll do <laughs> however and liam um, both agree with Ange on that one colin, yay thanks Pete. um <laughs> i think in my opinion that yesterday's man match was owen tall and the reason being is he is growing substantially week in week out is distribution is perfect for when we play and it was on point yesterday yeah he's getting better and better with his reading of the game as well his awareness is 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 um his awareness in terms of his positioning is on point i also thought he was a he was a, he offers so much protection to Connor Bradley, who yesterday was arguably our biggest outlet 
Yeah. Not necessarily not necessarily in terms of his final ball or you know didn't, didn't score getting an assist or anything of that nature, but he was a constant threat, Connor Bradley on that right side because they were terrified of him. And I think the reason why he were able to play that way was with the shackles off because a they were doing ten men, but b he knew that his mate were behind him who could yeah, yeah. offer that in that protection. Um, I think Owen Tall again, he's he's, he's coming on. So much, and he, for me, that he was my man of the match yesterday. You've and got, got, the clean, sky he got another Connor. clean sheet as well. You got the sky one, Connor. Yeah, the Liverpool for Liverpool fans. They love, it, don't they? They love the Premier. Yeah, it's all about that, isn't it? It's going to be a more yeah. Trafford that win it, won't it? David Green agreed with you on that one. Uh, he said Toll's man of the match for him. Yes, David. Uh, Liam said that Morley just edged out Toll, but Toll was up there, obviously, for, for, for the man of the match award. Uh, Chris Burton said he's a monster. He comes from the League of Ireland, uh, where he was captain in a tough and physical lead. He doesn't take risks. He's got an element of non no nonsense about him, and he's a big fan of Toll. Love Toll. Um, we love him. Which is an absolutely fantastic point. I um, feel with, with Owen Tall, me, I think he's a solid, he's exactly what you want out of your players, especially your defenders. He's a solid seven out of ten man every single week, isn't he? Occasionally, uh, yeah, yeah. occasionally you'll get an eight or a nine if he, if he scores or makes like a, a mad clearance or whatever and keep a clean sheet and that. But generally speaking, he's a solid seven, seven out of ten, and he's exactly what you want from your defenders. No hers yeah. and graces. Absolutely. Consistent. He's consistently good. Consistently good. Consistently consistent. Yes, I mean, I nearly said that. That's why I changed it to good. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, you can have that, um, yeah. Consistently consistent, he is, and that's what you need in a defender. That's you absolutely need that. You need a seven who pushes up to an eight and a nine on occasion. Yeah, that's what you need. I agree, Colin. Absolutely. I think Hayden's a bit harsh, really. There were a couple of a couple of scary moments, but I think he plays like that anyway, doesn't he? But he's always on that's what he's been tasked to do. He's asked to play on the front foot and bring us out from defence. And at League One level, if you're asking a player to do that week in, week out, they're going to slip up from time to time. It's inevitable. Um, what's the inevitable? Yeah. Do you think Hayden would have said that if Rico, that beautiful through ball he played to Dion, Dion under Baghdad uh, for staff? Um, but yeah, don't think it was a quite a stinker, but probably not one of his proudest performances. Yeah, that's, that's fair, yeah, that's fair. It's, it's one of those that well, you're all entitled to your opinion, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We, we appreciate the interaction, Hayden, as much as anything else, absolutely. So, looking ahead to Wembley. We are on our way, uh, however you're getting there. Hopefully not on the trains. If you're watching this thinking you're going to get the train, go, don't Go bother. on the train, people. Uh, the trains are set to happen. strike in and around that weekend, and so the likelihood is you'll just be messed around. Um, um, sorry, why are we, why, where are we going? Wembley? Oh, yeah. what to do with uh, there? Yeah, I'm not sure if you... <laughs> but why are we going to Wembley? I'll tell you why. You know what? I'm off tomorrow, and this is my Friday night, so I'm I'm uh, I'm quite happy. So, and I'm happy because I'm going to Wembley because I catch you. <laughs> yes, we are. We are on our way to Wembley. Um, Plymouth in the cup final. 
So, should Bolton head into this knowing that we've got more than a good chance? Obviously, Plymouth are a team that are going to go toe-to-toe with us. Um, what what are you saying to the lads on the day of that, that game? What are you saying, perhaps not in the build-up, because I wouldn't want it to become a distraction, um, but what are you saying? Uh, Colin, I already know what your answer is going to be, so I'm not, I, we're going to go to Ange first. But Ange, what are you saying to the lads before that game? What's my team talk? Yeah. Now to leave, smash him. Done. <laughs> Simple as that. Surely take that on board. Charlie, sweet. <laughs> leave it all out on the pitch, boys. Don't want an ounce of energy bringing back in this changing room. And just make sure Kyle Dempsey's fit. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, what about you? Um, use the pitch. Use the pitch. Utilise your ability to play out wide. Get chalk on your boots. Stretch them, work them, be patient in your build-up, um, and when you get your chance, stick it in the back of the net. I think the pitch will help us massively at Wembley. It's yeah, huge. I think so. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. massive. And when you're at, I went to the England Germany game, the first game back after COVID wasn't last Where one. Where did you go, Colin? Did you go match England actually? England Germany, yeah. The first match so, at Wembley. <laughs> but what? <laughs> Prior to that, I'd already only been at Wembley and I'd been either in the middle section or the upper tier. Again, when I when the England game in the Euros, I was in the lower tier and I was quite low to the front as well. And one thing you do notice when you're that, that low down to the bottom, how big that pitch is. And I think it should really help us, um, to be honest with you. So that's what I'd be saying. Do you reckon we should have a point system for the kids? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, if I don't, get, if I don't get tickets for Wembley, I'll be writing to Neil Hart saying I want a point. Why is it Neil's Hart? No, why is it Neil Hart's fault? Because you can't, you can't wake up on time then to get go online and get oh, your own. Not having that. Not having that. Not a chance. Oh, you can't, you can't put your missus in order so you can go to the football. That's not Neil Hart's fault, is it? <laughs> well, you got yourself to blame. <laughs> right, to move um, on swiftly on. <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, obviously the Wembley trip is is right around the corner. It's not far off uh, the second of April. Um, between now and then, we have a, a number of league games though that we we need to focus on and give our all in. Do you think that playing at Wembley, not in the not too distant future, could provide a bit of a, a an unwelcome distraction, so to speak, for the players? Um, thinking along the lines of playing against the rough old teams in League One, not wanting to leave everything on the line through fear of missing out on, for, for some of the lads, you're talking Connor Bradley, Luke and Bette, Owen Toll, maybe even George Johnston, that haven't played there before and are, are going to be relishing the opportunity to do it. What, what do you think? Very good question. Um, and how do you overcome that? What do you do? Utilise your squad. For a start off, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think it'll be a, 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 an issue, Ben. To be honest with you, I don't so, think they're wired that way. That group of players are not wired to to overthink and worry about. They they, they play for the next game, whatever that game is, and I, I don't think it would be. I don't think they'll even be looking at that point yet. I think it's a very, very good point, a very good question to ask because obviously it might, you know, it might come up. You know, you're going into fifty-fifty. Do you go all-heartedly? You know, you, you're jumping up for 
to win a header, you know, you're worried about getting concussed or whatever it might be. There's loads of things that you could that, you, that the players could think about. But I'm agree. I'm in agreement with Ange. I think they they wired up in a certain manner, um, and I think that the professional aren't they at the end of the day, and, and they know how important it is for us to get promoted. The, the, the EFL trophy is the EFL trophy. And I'd be saying to, I'd be saying, if I were the manager, I'd be saying, you know, push as far as you can get to try and get into the top two. And if you can't, go to Wembley again and, and win, yeah. the playoff, win the playoff final. And, and that way you, you've got two trips then, haven't you? Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Uh, it's a very, very good point. Um, however, before we get to Wembley, as mentioned, there are a number of league games to come. Ones that we cannot get complacent in, you know, we have to play Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday before we can really think about getting suited and booted for Wembley, which are going to be games that are, are exceptionally tough. But up next is Port Vale. Um, Another tough one. Uh, they all are. A team that are, are really struggling for form, having just come off the back of a defeat against uh, Morecambe, who are way, way, way down the table. Um, but what a game that I'm expecting tough things from, probably similar to the games such as Forest Green and Cheltenham. Uh, I don't think they'll make it easy for us by any stretch of the imagination. But what are you expecting from, from Port Vale at the weekend, uh, Colin? Um, I think it's always hard to answer that question, Ben, to be honest with you at this level, because you don't know enough about the teams that you're coming up against and the attributes and kind of you know you can look at recent results and stuff but um, I'm just playing at home because I, I, I can't we've not got another away scrap against a low blocking do you know what I mean I'm I'm kind of hoping sorry I've just I've just completely just talked over you there Colin that's fine don't worry about it. <laughs> um fine I don't no, think we, on, I don't man. think we should have much to worry about other than the fact that they're they're scrapping around aren't they down the bottom so I thought I they're gonna they're gonna come in and they're gonna come and try and get a point, aren't they? That's the that's yeah. the goal. They, the yeah. they know they're not gonna come here and likely they're not. So we need an early goal, otherwise it's gonna be it's the same. Yeah. It's the same scenario as every team we come up against yeah. of this of this type, in it, you know. It's the old you know, Rolls Royce against the Ford Sierra, in it. Like, but they'll find a way of trying to get a result and fair play to them, you know. But we just have, again be patient, utilize the squad. They'll be fresh. The lads who haven't played, that's a good thing. Um, and just yeah, go in the back the boys and start Kachunga because he's going to be on top of the world. Is there a query over Dennis's fitness, Mark? Could you say in? I think so. Fit? I don't think he was in the squad for the last. Well, year. He's not good enough for this level. Then. I was just thinking he might have like he might have been one who would be pumped for it. Like, anyway. Well, absolutely. Uh, he yeah. wasn't in the squad for their game against Morecambe, um, which is their next one. So there, there, there might be a question there about whether he is match fit and ready to start. Um, but he's one player that would would probably be up for it with a with, with a point to prove. Danny's um, just made a good point. I remember that, Danny. I do remember that. You know, it, it was the, the know. following the following game at, at home. My brother turned around to me and went, "Why everybody bother me? This is shit." And he, he, I mean, a bit harsh, but he isn't good. He isn't what well, he'd never be good enough to play consistently in our side. So why that uproar? Maybe because he came. No, I don't know. 
No, I don't understand that. Must be the academy link. It has to be because people want you, you. You do want a player that stays with you, don't you? For for a amount of time through your academy and stuff. But you absolutely, uh, it's it's he it was one of the the young lads that stepped onto the pitch when no one else would, and so that was probably a big reason for people wishing yeah. him on and trying to you know get. Oh well, yeah, him. of course you want those players to do well, but if they're not, then it's time to go, innit? Like Colin said. Absolutely. Next. Absolutely. Next. Yeah. Next. We want we want a constant, uh, you know, flow of players coming through our door to bet take us. Yeah. Yeah. Go in the go in the first team or to sell on. We want to, we want to be making money out of them or using them is what yeah. we want to be doing. But it takes time, that doesn't it? We'll make some money out of Owen Tall. That's for sure. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited for when that. I'm excited for when that happens. We get him a new contract. <laughs> ASAP, that lad. Yep, absolutely. Um, and if you are looking forward to the trip to Wembley, and you have just announced to your uh, other half that you will be making the trip, and are looking to make it up to her, uh, perhaps they're not. Sure <laughs> Is this everybody else or you, Ben? <laughs> I've not even told my missus. Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> well, if you have told them and they aren't happy about it, then good news for you. There's a way for you to get back in the good books. Uh, and that is with the Bolton Gin Company. So obviously yeah. Paul Welch came on not too long ago and spoke to us and he was very kind in offering a 10% discount to you all who are watching so if you use code fanzone 10 you will be rewarded with a nice little 10 percent discount um when you check out so if you head over to the boltongincompany.com or .co.uk you'll be able to get yourself a nice 10 percent discount using the code fanzone 10. be good to know nice if anybody has all said again a nice little treat for buzz down, or even yeah, if you don't have it, if you know what sweet talk. I'm driving on the Saturday morning, so I won't be drinking any gin. When you when you <laughs> land, Colin, when you land. <laughs> Get some for the hotel room. There's your yeah. idea. Indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Stick it stick oh, it in a stick it in a cooler bag on your way down and then have it in the hotel room and then it'll be nice and cold when you get there. Absolutely. Uh, but that does just wrap up today's episode. Thank you all for watching. The comments were, were on top form again. Uh, thank you all for, for engaging and watching with us. We really do appreciate it. Nice to see some familiar faces back with us. And we hope to see you all again in our next episode, which, if you don't know by now, will be on Sunday at half past seven. Be there or be square. I think, Ben, we've uh, we've had a few new ones as well, from what I can see tonight, which we is have. nice. We have yeah, indeed. New, new people, which is really, really appreciated. So thank you very, very, very much. We do appreciate that, don't we? We do. Thank you all very much. And we will catch you all in the next one. We'll kachung you all in the next one. Have a good one. I'll try not to go over as well.